Hello everyone, welcome to Get Stronger, Live Longer. Join us as we discuss hot topics such as health, fitness and longevity. Today you're joined by Cade Baker and his father Darren Baker. Hello everybody. <laughs> and our first one today is going to be unlocking your inner strength, which is mindset. So today is going to be all about the mind and what you can do to help things such as overthinking, negativity, getting overwhelmed, all these little things that we all have in our lives and we're going to discuss ways in which you can control that and become better. Do you know what Kay, that's a, that's a great topic and it's actually my topic of discussion at the moment and the, the way I'm wording this is overthinking. Overthinking is crippling, it really is. You get into a situation where you start to overthink something, shall I do it, shall I, shall I, or, or maybe I shouldn't, or maybe not, maybe, oh no I won't do it. And we're literally talking ourselves out of these things, aren't we? So simply, it seems simple, just overthinking something, but that just, you go, you go on a roller coaster ride and it ends up at the end, you just don't do anything. You find no, it No, you don't. You rabbit hole, like I like to call it. I feel like the one little seed, one thing goes wrong, and you think, oh, what happens if I do this? Then if I do that, then what's going to happen to this? And then but with all this time you spent thinking, you've not actually done anything. And there's always the what ifs. You can always ponder what's going to happen, but you'll never know if you don't actually do it and you fail before you even start. I must admit, I think the pandemic didn't help towards this, did it? Everyone was so fearful during the pandemic and we've come out of that and we haven't really come back out of it properly, have we? We're still fearful about everything. You know, we shouldn't be. I mean, I say this is a good subject, Katie, because I've been talking about this with so many of our members at the moment, just overthinking. And we see them do it with the weights. We always say, get stronger, live longer. And we, we, when we see people weight training, it's common. We know people, we've been doing this a long time, and we say to them, do eight reps, and then they do two reps. They say, oh, it hurts, I can't do any more. So we give them a little, a little uh, pep talk, don't we? Yeah. Come on, you can do more than two. You've got this. I know you can do it. I can see you can do it. I have faith in you. And then they pick up the bar and then do eight, just because we make them believe in themselves. And... We do that so much now. It's, so, it's such a big part of what we do is just making people believe in themselves and to stop them overthinking everything. Oh, I can't do this. Yeah, you can. Put some weight on there. You've got this. You can do this. And, and what we like to do is we use weight training, resistance training as a way of doing that. We make people confident in their actions with the weights and then they can take that out into the big wide world. Yeah, we want to create an environment where people can take their positivity and bring it with them. And uh, using the weight train as an example, this is it's, it's, it's life or death. That moment when you're under the bar, you're giving it everything you've got. Every inch of your fibre is pushing that bar in the air. And that's just primitive. And then you go out into the real world, outside of the gym, and everything seems less bad. Since you've been lifting all this heavy stuff, you've now got this newfound confidence. And you take it with you. And all these little things that happen in your life, all these little doubts and stuff, you're like, well, that's nothing. That's not important to me. I'm stronger than that now. And then that's how you tie in physical strength with mental strength. And that can be done in the early process, teaching someone how to squat properly. You know, we have members that have never you know, done anything. Certainly not squatted, which is a, is a complex movement. And we teach them to squat and we make them believe in themselves. They, they walk out, they're so proud of their ability to squat. And then over the months and years they're with us, that confidence grows. And then they're out in the big wide world and they come up against a problem, an issue, and they tackle it exactly the same as they tackle their squats 
I will do this. I can do this. I'm not going to overthink it. I'm not scared. I'm doing it. And that's what we do through our training, truly, don't we? And when you actually yeah. analyse it, it's exactly that. So weight training's a, a big driver for mental health, 100%. Basically, just turn yourself into a weapon and be less negative. People, it's easy to be negative to anything. I think sometimes being negative is an easy way out, isn't it, mm. as well? Same as overthinking. Uh, may, you know, start to worry about something. I just think we need a little bit more fight back in this again. I say the pandemic done, done no one any favours. It made everyone very fearful. Mm. And I think we need to snap out of that now and, and, and just you know, handle life a little bit better. I have a little saying, if you can't handle the small things, how are you going to handle the big things when they come along? Because they will come along. They always do. Yeah. We all get problems. You know, sometimes you know, someone gets a problem and they think, poor me. Oh, it's just me. It only happens to me. This is, you know, this doesn't, no one else goes through this. It's just not true. We all, no. we all have problems and issues and things we have to get through. Another one of my famous sayings is, you know, we have problems. It's how we handle them determines how well we do. Mm. So, yeah, how you handle those problems determines how well you do in life. And then negativity is a part of that, just being negative to everything. And all it does is, it makes you sad, really, I suppose, isn't it? It does. does it brings you down. And um, when you do come to terms with, we are all in the same boat, you're not alone. And when you think you are, it does bring you down. And it's if you carry that negativity around with you, it does leak into the world as well. And you've, you've got to learn to be strong. And you've got to start your day and try and spread your happiness try and make other people feel the way you do. Because if you walk around being negative all the time and overthinking, then people won't want to be your friends. People won't want to be around you. If you're someone who's happy and positive uh, and strong, then you're going to attract people. That's how you're going to make friends. And I love that. You just alluded to something there that I'm interested in as well and, and spreading happiness. I read um, some research was done and, and basically what this research stated is... If you uh, say good morning to someone with a positive attitude, it changes the whole day. I think the study actually was, the way they worded it, if you're on one side of the road and someone's on the other side of the road, and you shout across the road, good morning, how are you today? And you do it with passion and meaning, and, 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 uh, meaning um, you can change that person's positivity for the whole day. Do you do that? Just sim- I do it all the time, do you? Yeah, yeah I do. I always do that. Yeah, I always do that. If someone's on the other side of the road just walking, I'll be like, hey. Yeah. Say, good morning. And it shocks them, doesn't it? It like, shocks oh, them. Yeah, oh, 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 good morning to you. But there, there, there is research out there showing that you can change someone's attitude for the whole day. Now, little do we know, we could be walking down the street and someone's on the other side of the road and we shout across, good morning, how are you? And it makes them smile. But when they woke up this morning, they were having a bad day. They were going into depression, things weren't good for them, something's up, and simply that little act of kindness that we pass them can change the whole day and change everything. Yeah. And if everyone started doing this a little bit, like you and I, when we go shopping, the people on the <laughs> yeah, till, because yeah. when we go shopping... We have some great chats about Yeah, <laughs> when we go shopping, when we get to the yeah. till, we always do the same. You know, good morning, how are you today? How's, it, how's your day going? What time do you finish? And that, people were shocked, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm doing good, thank you. Thank you for asking. And um, if we all did that more, you know, if everyone yeah. had that day, wouldn't everyone be so much happier? So, yeah, just spread a little bit of positivity yourself. Simply 
don't walk past someone, look in the eyes and, and say good morning, ask how they are. Yeah, it takes a second, it takes two seconds to... And sometimes you can see it as well, you can see someone's not having a good day and that makes you even, like, say, want to say it even more, don't you? You want to say good morning to them, just to make them happy. But no, a lot of people don't do that. Do they used to do it like a long time ago? I'm not saying you're old or anything, but... I'm old. <laughs> um, I suppose, yeah, I mean, people would, would interact more. You know, again... You know, people don't interact anymore. And again, perhaps linking back to all this, you know, saying the pandemic changed that, didn't it? People were across the road. Wouldn't I, get isolation was okay. Isolation was okay and yeah. people got used to it. And, you know, isolation is not okay. No. We're, social we're, creatures. We yeah, have we're to social talk, creatures. We're, we're, we're meant to live in tribes. We're meant to be around each other and be with each other. You know, I commonly walk along now and people can't even look you in the eye sometimes, can they? No. Um, but that's definitely, I, I like that. It's something that everyone should strive to do is, is just put some effort into saying good morning to people, simple things, and just being happy and trying to make someone smile. Okay, you know? for the listener, that's your challenge, right? If you listen to this in the morning, the afternoon, whatever, if you're out walking the dog or you're out shopping, your objective is to say hello to three people today. Just say hello, good morning, whatever the time of day is. Just let them know that you've saw them, you've acknowledged them, and you've thought about them. Because they might get not get much of that in like, their lives, and I find in our village that we live in, there's it's mostly old people. There's a lot of old people here, and you know it's it's just good to say good morning to these people because you know, they don't do much, they don't see much of their family, I assume. But it's just, it's just a good thing to do. It's so free and easy, and yeah, you could just completely flip someone's day if you do that. So good, do so it. So to recap this section, then so overthinking, you know consider overthinking and and stop stop overthinking everything you can analyze you can double check something there's always good to do that but don't overthink yourself into submission where you don't do anything um negativity we touched on i mean again it's you know you can't people are naturally negative i appreciate that we are naturally positive yeah so it's I suppose it is difficult for us to understand negativity to an extent because we're constant positive. But again, we have bad days. We all have, everyone has bad days. Oh, <laughs> totally, yeah. It, You're allowed to have a bad yeah, day. Of course you are. Um, but it's but, a bad day. Don't drag it out. Yeah, don't try it. Don't, don't make it drown in negativity all the time. Try Wallowing. and find something that... Uh, uh, example for us and our family, you know, sometimes if one of us has a bad day, uh, the other one says to that person, you know, do something that makes you happy today. Whatever you want to do, if it's go for a walk or play a game or whatever that is, you know, just chill. Anything that you want to do today just to get you back in that happy place. And then try to go back to the positivity again, but definitely add the positivity back into your life. And if you do find you have a day where you do start to overthink again and you enter that rabbit hole, just try and recenter yourself. It's such a good skill to practice, but recenter. Even if it's just looking out the window, just looking at some birds, looking at some trees or whatever, just recenter yourself. The past is gone, the future's not happened yet, the present is what's important, where you are now. Recenter yourself. Nothing in the past matters anymore. All what does is the future. So recentering is so important. Meditation's good. It's just taking five minutes to just clear your head because it's so, so easy to just get caught in this loop with this trap where you're thinking about things you should have done and it's just you can't change it. But what you can change is the future, and that's what you should aim towards. And when you find yourself overthinking, just correct yourself. We, we laugh. We always, a lot of our members say to us, I'll, the other day I was doing something, 
And I thought with you, how many times did we hear that? <laughs> yeah, and it, I thought with you, it made me stop. And I thought, oh no, Cade's watching. And uh, if you catch yourself overthinking, just make that adjustment. Oh, silly, here we go again. You're overthinking this. It's really not that bad and not that important. Let's, 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 let's give it a go anyway and see what happens. Uh, I always go worst case scenario. I, I, I make people laugh. I always say, you know, what's worst case scenario? And once you know the worst case scenario, it, it doesn't really matter, does it? I think it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. What's the worst case scenario? You know, you go on holiday, you're worried about leaving your house empty for two weeks. And what's the worst case scenario? Well, it burns down and you claim on your insurance. Um, that's it, you know. So I always think, what is the worst case scenario? And uh, But a lot of the time, I mean, that's extreme thing, but... Um, yeah, a lot of the time, it's minor stuff. It's minor stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so um, try not to overthink. Try and be positive. And as Cade said, try and make three people happy today. So, just thinking, Cade, a little update on us. This business we have now has now been open for over five years now, mate. It's five years old. Over five years now. We, we, we really celebrated that because over the five years we've been open, we're open seven days a week. So, we're open all the time. We do a lot of hours. And... Over the five years we've been op- open, neither Cade or myself has missed one session sick. Not a single day. Not a single day sick in five years. Um, we had to close uh, during the pandemic, as because obviously we're a, a classed as a gym. Um, but other than that, we literally haven't missed a day sick in five years. So we're doing something right, buddy, yeah, aren't we, we? That's why we really pride ourselves over that, because it's just evidence that what we're doing is working. And it really is. I mean, that, that, that is the point. I, I've been saying a lot again nowadays, no one wants to offend anyone, do they? You can't no. offend anyone. But a fact is a fact. You can't, you know, a true fact is a fact. You can't have it, which well, it's my fact. It's not, no, a fact is no. a fact. <laughs> um, and the fact is, we have I missed... I start saying that. Yeah, it's my, my <laughs> it's fact. It's my fact. <laughs> yeah. But, um, well, there is a saying, isn't there, people are using. Um, what is it? It's not my fact. It's, oh... I don't know, my belief is, or something like that. My belief? Yeah, my, my, my belief is. Well, doesn't mean it's a fact, does it? Doesn't no, mean it's, it's true. not factual. Anyway, it is a fact that, yeah, the five years we've been open, we haven't missed, either of us haven't missed one day sick in five years. We're, uh, again, we're generally, we're positive people. I feel like we don't want to be negative. We don't want to be down. And if you do have a bad day, we make sure we look after ourselves. And then the, the day after that, we've completely forgotten about it. I think this is a good conversation, you know, and I, sh- I think we should stick with this. Obviously, these podcasts are going to be a bit random. Um, Cade and I are very random. But I think <laughs> it's a good conversation. So, it was a big uh, time for me this year, this uh, July 29th, 2023, just gone. Um, I've been exercising for 10 years. I started my journey at 48 years old. I've just turned 58. So, I have been in this industry for 10 years. And for the last 10 years, I've maintained a good physique um i've been extremely healthy i feel great i'm now 58 i feel amazing 58 and i feel great yeah i did my cut again this year and um got extremely lean um that's funny i i, do, I use the fat calipers and they don't register they don't register because of my age the fat calipers only go down to six percent um because of my age um because i'm not meant to be any leaner than that at my age, but um, so I go off. We're well, just pinching skin. Yeah, I, you're I just literally pinching skin at this point. There's no, there's no fat there. Yeah, I, I literally go off the scale. It doesn't register, so I know Paper. I'm, I'm not normal for a 58 year old. 
But yeah, we've been. I've been in, doing this for ten years. Uh, Cade's similar as well, mm-hmm. and so we started the business. It's over five years ago now. Haven't missed a day. Um, feel great. So let's, let's let's break that down. So diet, obviously, diet. It's just the cornerstone of everything. It is. It is your fuel. It, what you put in is what you spend. Food is everything. All the all the illnesses and diseases and issues we have nowadays uh, are all linked to the food. You know, and we're learning now that the illnesses and diseases come from inflammation of the body. And the easiest way to inflame your body is to eat ultra-processed foods. It's to eat shit. Yeah, just to eat crap. If your body's not inflamed and you eat foods uh, not to create inflammation, then obviously the chances of getting ill and sick lessen. Uh, so I think yeah, you're, you're creating an environment in your body where sickness can grow. Yeah, food is excellent, isn't it? So in the day, um, I mean, Cade is a top chef. He's food. <laughs> I'm not, no, well, I'm not a top chef. You are, mate. You, I'm not a chef at all. You're not a chef at all. A chef, a chef <laughs> is someone who's qualified to be a chef. I, I just enjoy cooking. I enjoy flavour and I like to have a varied diet. That, that's what I do. I just, I'm not a chef, but I do like, I do <laughs> like to cook. It is fun. It's one of my simple pleasures in life. But yeah, every day I eat protein and veg, uh, chicken and boiled veg. And that's what I enjoy. It's simple, but every day is to keep it interesting, I just put different spices on it. I don't lather it with sauce. I don't cover it in cheese. I just change it up with the seasoning and, and that's what I have. And I bloody enjoy it. I think if I was to explain a healthy diet, what, what we do for our members is we tell them to eat 90%, 80 to 90% single ingredient food. So 80 to 90% single ingredient food. You know, what is that? Well, a single ingredient food is, it's a Brussels sprout, it's salmon, it's chicken, it's an egg. It's A, it's not in a packet that when you turn it around, it has 50 different ingredients and 25 you can't even pronounce. It's not a pepperami. It's not a pepperami. Um, and again, that, definitely stay away from processed meats. They're the not, worst. They are they're the one of the worst. worst. They're not good for you. So, you know, we say to our members, 80 to 90% single ingredient food. And the other 10%, 20%, could be goodies and treats. Now, to me, that is healthy eating. I don't want to go to this super, you know, diet where you only eat vegetables all the time. And No, food's tasty. It's lovely and we need a little treat every now and then. If, you, if you're looking to change the way you eat, you shouldn't go to that extreme anyway. You just make it achievable for it to work. And everyone does in generally enjoy a treat in their life. Now, if you are having 80 to 90% in single ingredient foods, you want to have a little treat. And that's okay to have a little treat. But uh, don't, don't have carrot sticks and celery because that's not sustainable. You're not going to have that every day and be happy, happy, happy person. No one will be. Unless you're a rabbit. I'm not a rabbit. You sure you're not a rabbit? Oh shit, you know what? I think you might be right. <laughs> so basically, that's what, I mean, that's what we do as a family as well. We, we eat 80 to 90% single ingredient food. Um, every day I have a multitude of food. So I, I'll have fruit, I'll have a fermented food, sauerkraut. Um, oh, sauerkraut. sauerkraut that know, is really nice. All the things you'd expect. And, um, and having treats when I want a treat. And I, I think... see. You want to find a treat that you really enjoy, but you want a treat that isn't that bad. Uh, a little example is we have um, like caramel rice crackers with a chopped banana on top. And 
it's low calories, it's very nice. It takes quite a lot to eat, doesn't it? You, you get, so if you have two, say, caramel rice crackers with a chopped banana on top, you're talking about 220 calories. Well, that's equivalent to a, a couple of chocolate hobnobs. But they're quite big. And if you're eating them with a cup of coffee, you feel like you've had a treat afterwards. It's and, such and a little hack. You've still got loads of calories left. Yeah. And you think you learn to enjoy these low-calorie sweet things, to which everyone else would normally be like, oh, yeah, but it's not a chocolate bar, is it? But the thing is with these 200 calorie snacks is you have you have it and you're like, oh yeah, that's my sweet fix done. And you've still got loads of calories left. So it's just a win-win really. So definitely you know, aim for single ingredient foods, <clears throat> uh, natural foods. And then if you want a treat, have a treat, not the other way around. Because what a lot of people do is they have an 80 to 90% <clears throat> ultra processed diet. <laughs> and then they, they only eat a, a, you know, a, a little bit of greenery every now and then. And wonder why they don't feel very and well just, when they're and ill. That's just letters in, in their cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah. So um, generally, that's yeah, a diet. Um, obviously, diet's a big subject. We can talk about this for a long time. Well, that's going to be its own. Yeah, be its own podcast. But you, the food you eat is so important. So important. But, but tying that in with mindfulness, food is a massive part. If you're putting shit in your body, you're going to feel shit. If you're generally putting good food in your body and you're fueling yourself up well, you're going to be happy. I feel people that are eating at McDonald's and, and living off chocolate and stuff like that, you, your body's not running properly. What you eat affects your brain. It does. Your, your brain's not being fueled. And that's, what, that's how you're having all of these, these, this negativity and doubts is because of the food you're eating. And as soon as you change that and you start eating good quality stuff, your body will thank you. Your mind will thank you and you'll feel so much better. To explain that in more depth, we mentioned about inflammation of the body earlier. And your um, brain is linked to your stomach by, uh, by the vagus nerve. And if your stomach's inflamed, it affects the brain. So to simplify that even more, when we get nervous, um, why do we get butterflies in the stomach? Nerves are created in the brain. So why do we get butterflies in the stomach? Because the brain is linked to the stomach via the vagus nerve. Well, that goes the other way. If the, if the stomach's inflamed and unhappy, that will then affect the brain. And it will, I've seen it numerous times, people that have a poor diet suffer with anxiety. When we change their diet up, their anxiety gets better. So it is linked. So what you eat will affect the mental health, your mental health as well. So a diet is, is really important. Uh, I said we do a, a separate podcast all on diet at some point, but uh, again, Couple of little tips there, um, and it, it, I mean it's back to us really. Let's talk about you know again we've been doing this a long time. We we always stay healthy. We do we do supplement. Uh, we do take certain supplements. Uh, I treat it as a shotgun approach. I'm 58. I I uh, I exercise, uh, train quite hard. Um, I do supplement. It's more of a shotgun approach. I won't get into supplements again. That can be another podcast. But we yeah. do supplement, and we. We both take supplements that have uh, have research supporting them. We know they have a positive effect yes. on our body. And supplements, we know that we don't generally get very much of, like vitamin D, for example. We we live in Britain, and it's just a bit a bit shit. There's not much sunshine, and we do like to take our vitamin D. I take my fish oils, but I make sure I take those now, and we just take the stuff that's essential. Vitamin D, um, we've been pushing this for years. I did a blog on it a long, long time ago. Especially during lockdown. Yeah, everybody should take vitamin D. Uh, we just don't get enough sun in this country. Um, 
I think 70% of the UK population are lacking in vitamin D and you really will struggle to overdose on it. So do your own research. I say we'll do a podcast and we'll lead, we'll, we can push you towards the research. But vitamin D is something that pretty much everyone should take. So just quickly, again, back to us, you know, we do supplement. Vitamin D is important. Magnesium is another one that you should look into. Yes. Uh, the same, uh, many, many people are lacking in magnesium. That's an important one. So look into magnesium. Fish oil is another good one. Uh, it's great for the brain. So um, look into fish oil. Uh, and that's the basics, I would say. The only other supplement that we really do recommend now is creatine monohydrate. Creatine monohydrate. Creatine monohydrate. The research just keeps getting better and better and better. And now, where the bodybuilders used to, were the only ones taking creatine monohydrate. Now it's for everyone. Now, yeah, and that's what I'm literally saying to everybody. It's for everybody. It doesn't matter what you do or where you are. Um, yes, it's going to help with your training, but it's going to do much more. It even enhances cognitive performance. So... Creating monohydrate is really, yeah, I think it, everyone could get some kind of positivity from it. Oh, definitely, yeah. So again, we take, we take creatine monohydrate. Uh, and I think the supplements help, uh, you know, there's another reason with our food and our supplementation, there's a reason why we don't get ill, I speculate. Hmm. I mean, you know, our immunity must be good for us not to get ill. And bear in mind, we're around people all day, spitting in our face. Oh, we're in this, this small room where people are sweating, spitting. Spitting on us constantly. And they come in, don't they? Oh, I don't feel very well. Oh, and, thanks. And they spit in our yeah, face. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Um, so <laughs> we're around it all the time, but we just don't seem to pick it up, do we? No. So I think the food's a big part, the supplementation's a big part of that as well. We'll say we've got another... Big if people want us to talk about supplementation, let us know and we can do a nice podcast on that. Mm. And then moving on, exercise. Yeah, it's it's a it's a combination of everything, isn't it? It's exercise, diet, supplementation. I feel like once you're hitting all of the corners, then you have a good staple. Your immune system's strong and generally you can defend against most illnesses that other people get that they're susceptible to and you're not. And again, when it comes to exercise, as you already know, get stronger, live longer. That's is in uh, the title. It's in the title. Um, we know now, getting stronger has such a profound effect on the body. And you know, why do we sell this? And why do we live it and love it so much? Because it truly is that good. How I explain this is, if you sit all day, and a lot of people do, they sit all day long, they go home and they moan to people that they're, they're very tired and then they sit all night long. So all they're doing is sitting. And that is sending a signal to your body that you don't need it anymore. It's like, no, you don't need me, I'm not doing anything. Just go ahead and die. And it's doing you no favours. But if you start getting stronger, and why do I love that? Because anybody can do it. Anybody can. I don't care if you're 75 years old. Um, I don't care if you've, if you've got an injury. Everyone can do something. We can adapt for you. And if you start getting stronger, that's sending a signal to your body that you still need it. And as you're telling your body you, you're, you still need it, it will actually say, okay, all right, you still need me then. And it will start reversing biological aging. It will make you younger. It will make you feel great. So it's so simple. You know, anybody listening to this, can you get stronger? Can you? Well, yes, you can. It might not be as strong as someone else, but you can get stronger for you. Just try it. 
go and get stronger and the benefits are profound. They truly are. So any exercise is good. We know that. We were talking about mental health earlier. And as we know, exercise is excellent for mental health. There was a study come out recently, actually. They actually, you, they looked at different types of exercise. So overall, any exercise is good for mental health. We know that. It's as good as any uh, antidepressants, if not better. So if, if you have got any mental health issues, uh, start with exercise. It, it, it's going to have a great effect. But they've done a study earlier. I think it was, they stated it was, um, it, they used like yoga. I think it was body movement, like yoga and Pilates. And they used cardio versions. And they used resistance training. And actually resistance training come out as number one now for mental health. Uh, and I think there's numerous reasons for that as well. But when you look at resistance training, get strong, getting stronger, it just ticks more boxes than cardio, doesn't it? Don't you think? So many more. Yeah. And um, again, I think if you know if you're just getting stronger, it has such a great effect on your body, especially as we age. From the age of about 30, 35, something called sarcopenia kicks in, which is natural muscle wastage. It's not massive, but as we age, we keep losing a little bit of muscle mass. We can fight against that by picking up heavy shit, basically, and, and getting stronger again. But if you don't do anything and you get older, uh, we have a little saying, you, you fall over, you break your hip, you go to hospital and die of pneumonia. And you don't know how true that is. It is so common. So again, staying strong as we age is just going to fight against illness, disease, and it's if you do fall over, you'll just get back up again. Yeah. You have the strength to lift your arms up and protect what's important. You protect your head, you protect your body, but if you've got no muscle mass, you can't defend yourself. And that is how most people pass away. It's either of illness or they fall over, damage themselves, go into hospital and then get ill. It's, uh, that's how people go out. So it's so important to be strong and have that padding in your body and just teach the body and show it that you still need it. Because it, it just, as, as Darren said earlier, your body adapts to the environment you're in and if you're sitting around all the time your muscles just go away you'll, you'll just wither away you will just waste away eventually it's just it's so important to lift weights think think about muscle uh, you know when you see muscle on someone think of it as armor we talk about it as armor um if you look at something got a bit of muscle in their body it's protective it actually is protective so you know if you build a bit of muscle you have you have armor plated the body uh, and the muscles are called the motor units of the body. Every action you take is driven by your muscles. So, you know, we wonder why our knees hurt. Well, because your legs are weak. Strengthen the legs up and all of a sudden the knees feel better. Bad backs. You know, how many bad backs do we deal with, Cade? People mm. have bad backs. And what do we do? Is there any miracle behind what we do? Not really. What do we do? Slowly get build their, uh, the muscles in their back to make them stronger. And all of a sudden they have no back issues again. Yeah, and, um, and why doesn't that make sense? I was discussing this with someone earlier and just saying that most people that do are on medication and seeing different therapists and stuff, you're just plastering the weeping wound. You need to go to the source and actually fix the problem. Why is my back aching? Why do my knees hurt? Don't just go in and get medication for it so the pain goes away. You're helping the symptoms, yes, but you're not fixing the problem. The problem is there's no muscles. You need to get your muscles stronger to support your body. And it, it sounds so simple, but we've been, you know, I've been doing this 10 years now. Simply getting the back stronger 
ultimately pretty much always fixes people's issues. We've had people come in, walk in hobbling, holding their back, can't move, and within a period of time, we have them deadlifting, and they forget they have a bad back. So, again, if you've got a back, if you've got a back issue, I mean, take a doctor's advice, but you can strengthen it. Start slowly. Uh, we literally start by standing up, don't we? Sit down in the chair and stand up, and we progress people until they can deadlift and squat. Yeah, any exercise is good for mental health, but yeah, we like to lean on the resistance training a little bit. Not just because we know it's good for mental health, and a new study shows that, but also it ticks so many boxes yeah. other than, you know, cardio is great for the heart. We know that. It's excellent for the heart. But resistance training ticks so many more boxes from there. Yeah, cardio just isn't trendy anymore. It's completely fallen off. Uh, weight training is the new thing. Everyone's doing it now. And there's just so many benefits to it. I think everyone should do some form of resistance training. Hmm. Okay, uh, uh, let me. I'm just trying to think. Why are we so fit and healthy and happy? And it's because we're happy mm. as well. Going back to the mental health, I, I I did a study once in the longest surviving people in the world, but not just people that live to an old age. People that live to a healthy old age. I mean, I don't want to be. I don't want to be 80, 90 years old and not be able to move. I want to be 80 years old, and I want to be walking, having a good time. So I looked into people that aged, that were still healthy, and I, I loved it. It was all the basic things you, you should imagine. So what was it? They all, um, they all either worked the land or had very active jobs. So they, they were like farmers, you know, worked the land, did a, a physical job all, the whole life, so that they exercised simply. And their diets were good. What we found is they ate small meals all day long. They lived off the land pretty much. Again, what you expect. But the one that I loved that was part of the study was they were all happy. And I loved that. They all openly said they, they, lived a full, they were living a full life and they were happy even in an old age. So we know that, you know, we say here stress is a killer. And it is. So opposite to stress is if you're happy... Things feel great. So I'd like to add that into why we are so fit and healthy and feel good. Because we're really happy. Yes. We're very positive. As we spoke mentioned earlier, we try to uh, pass that on to other people on a daily basis. Um, and it works. So I think happiness <clears throat> plays a big part in this as well. Just generally, yeah, finding happiness in things. And small things sometimes. It is the simple things that make you happy sometimes. And, um, I, you know, especially me now, I've changed my life a lot where I do try to find much more happiness in the simple things in life. What do you think to that, Code? Happiness is important, isn't it? Yeah, it really is about enjoying the little things in life. It's minimalising and enjoying simple things like sitting outside, reading a book. I think everyone's stuck in this groove of doom scrolling through their phones, going through Instagram, Facebook, and you do waste a lot of time, and it just doesn't help your mind at all, and you're best off doing little things that make you happy, and only to enjoy the little stuff. Very quickly captured some of that for you, and the little things we're doing, but we're happy to get into more depth if anyone wants us to, at some point. Um, I think that will do it for today, buddy, will it? Cool. Alright, well thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back soon. Okay, have a great day everybody.